0: Welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug. I'm president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics, the of America's Talking Network. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make a tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Wednesday, November 22nd, and joining me as always, my friend and colleague, inaugural Benjamin Franklin Award winner, Dr. orfe devon PhD economist. Dr. O, welcome back. Good to see you. It feels like it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it's great to be back in the studio with you, my friend.
0: Um, what are we talking about today? I want to talk about something that's, that you know, I, I know that this is a subject with which you're not very familiar, but we're going to go slow and, and we'll work our way through it. It's about Uh, Housing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Listen, housing is
1: the heartbeat of the U.S. economy.
0: And I think that when you and I talk about it, I think you put it into really good terms. I mean, it's the, from the standpoint of like uh, the necessities in life, but, you know, uh, housing, I mean, it kind of starts there, right?
1: Yeah, shelter,
0: place to live. Food (sighs) and shelter. That's it, man. Food and shelter.
1: Can't get around it. You need it. And so we need to work to solve the housing affordability crisis in this country.
0: The October report came in uh, on existing uh, home sales, and it was a stunner. I mean, uh, I I guess we're sort of waiting for this to to happen. I mean, it was about to happen, but home sales fell to uh, a low that had not been seen in 13 years but prices went up which is kind of interesting so pulling this out and this is diane olick uh her story from cnbc the story was yeah. published on and, and Monday. She does a good job she, she does, does a good
1: job for the most part for the most she part does. but 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 here's the thing
0: <clears throat>
1: was it was it was it unexpected i don't think so i mean existing home sales fully in october
0: i didn't lay that on her i i yeah. I, I put that out there on my own i yeah. I, you know, you and I talk about the gloom pro or the the the, uh, the the gloom and doom profits, you know, with the flaming storyboards on YouTube and 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 elsewhere on the internet. And, you know, I mean, this this is this is out like Armageddon's coming, Armageddon's coming. Uh, these numbers are, are not as good as they were year over year. Okay. Existing home sales down 14.6%. It's pretty significant, but the median price of a house was 391.8. So, uh, that's an increase year over year. So is this, is this, this isn't wildly unexpected. This is, I mean, and do you, what, do you, what do you make? Yes, exactly. It's not, it's not wildly unexpected, right? So what did we have
1: at the, in mid-September, a surge, a rapid and disorderly increase in treasury yields and mortgage rates, right? And so for, well, let me just start with the fact that it's October and in October, home sales, Tend to decline. Uh, you know, you tend you tend to have less demand. You tend to have less supply in a usual October. It just so happens that we had this sudden and rapid increase in mortgage rates that began in September that basically caused demand and supply to fall more than usual last month, and so we had this slowdown in October. The same thing is month over month price growth actually fell. Prices fell month over month. That's also normal, for right. so In October. Right. Seasonality, now, right? Yeah. I and mean,
0: that's what we're talking that's about.
1: Right. That's right. Seasonality added to the surprising mortgage rates are, are were expected to cool things down. Uh, in fact, uh, only a, a, a week, only a week before the report, uh, I wrote about the Zillow uh, market report, which basically came out a- in advance of existing home sales, basically de- detailing what had happened in the housing market in October. Right. Long dated yields soared. And so mortgage rates increased and we had a slowdown in activity, uh, a slowdown everywhere. The CPI came in less than expected. PPI came in less than expected. Retail sales came in less than expected. Right. It, you know, that was the housing came in less than expected. That was uh, that, you know, it came in lower. And that was that was absolutely normal. And so for those people who didn't expect it, uh, I kind of feel sad for them. All right? And that they should be listening to the Everyday Economics podcast. Now, here's where I see some uh, some positive. As long as inflation continues to moderate, right? A- a- again, a- there's a big if here. We need to see inflation continue to moderate. A return to low and stable inflation will support more sustainable economic growth, a less volatile interest rate environment, which ultimately will mean more housing demand, more housing supply, and more housing sales. And so that's what we're aiming for here. We want to see inflation continue to, to, to moderate so that we see less reactions, less crazy reactions by the bond market to every single piece of economic news uh, that's coming out. I think it's, it's not so much the level itself, the rate level itself, but it's the rate volatility the highly uncertain and rapidly changing macroeconomic conditions that are causing that are playing a huge role in keeping existing homeowners and prospective buyers on the sidelines, uh, and, and that's kind of that's kind of the way I view things. Uh, and we've seen this; we saw it last year. You know, you see this volatility, people step back. Uh, we're seeing it again this year. Right, and, and, and so that's that's what's that's what's happening in that in a housing market and how rates are impacting the market.
0: Well, let me ask you about new housing starts because I mean that data came out as well, right? That came out at the end of last week. We we're, were taping this on the twenty second. I want to say that the Census let uh, this the, this new construction report out um, Friday morning. Um, One point four eight seven million uh, building permits. One point three seven two million. Housing starts. It appears to me, reading from the executive summary here, that it's a it's a point of one point one percent above the revised September rate or the, the so four point four percent, so almost four and a half percent below the October twenty two rate. So we're up over the previous month in terms of starts, we're down year over year, October to October. Is that, is that surprising to you, or or is that is that reactive? And what's totally. your, what's I think
1: I think I think the census numbers will probably be revised downward. Um. Uh, so 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 yes, builders are still building. Yes, y- Yes, it, yes, it is true that builders are still building. Builders have a ton of homes under construction right now, and and homes that are still that are finished and coming on the market. Uh. And they have to move all that inventory. And, and to think that they will start new projects uh, at a time where they still have a lot of homes on the market, a lot of homes to complete, is a little bit at it. Also, when mortgages have increased and builder confidence is slowing, is 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 falling, is a little bit crazy. I think those numbers will be revised downward. Uh, the Census Bureau numbers—they always, if you look at their press release, they always say, "Look, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty around these estimates." They could be revised plus or minus eight to twelve percent, whatever the number was this time. This time around, and so I think I think as long as you have a ton of units under construction, you have units that are currently on the market for sale, newly built homes, and I, until that inventory clears, and in an environment where demand has slowed because of the time of the year and mortgage rates, in that environment, I don't expect builders to be building even more units just to be starting units. Uh, I expect those numbers to be revised downwards. Now, of course, as rate volatility kind of uh, abates, we're probably going to start to see a ton of demand uh, come back, and uh, and builders will probably be uh, having to uh, will probably be you know starting units again. Right? We saw the increase in housing starts in the spring of this year. Those units are being built or under construction. It's likely that as builders see their inventory moving faster because rate volatility abates, they will start uh building again, right? Uh, but as for this housing starts number, I think I think it's it's beautiful, it's positive to see that uh, that builders are hanging tough, but I think that there'll likely be a downward revision here uh to those numbers and that those numbers gotta overstate uh new uh, building activity
0: so what are you seeing in terms of uh, just the, you know pricing in the market today of the new homes that are coming on the market i it felt to me as if you know I was seeing price declines and then and then obviously you know builder offer rates so so incentivized mortgages right in the last couple of weeks, you know just sort of looking around at some of the markets that I pay attention to, it actually appears that some of the housing, the, the, the base pricing, has gone up, um, and uh, not a lot. I mean, not you know, not not exponentially like we saw during the FOMO rush of 2021. Uh, but um, yeah, but but well, they've gone up slightly. Now this is purely anecdotal. I'm a, I'm asking no, like no, a no. well, it, it has everything
1: to do. It has everything to do with the fact that mortgage rates uh, since the start of November. Uh, have come down quite a bit. You know, look, 50, 60 basis points uh, decrease. That's a big drop in mortgage rates in November. Then also, you it has something to do with the markets you're looking at, right? And if you're looking at markets that are relatively more affordable, you're basically looking at uh, markets that are doing very well and where there's a ton of price pressure because demand has kind of just are, is going there. Uh, I'm talking about these, I'm talking about Florida, Georgia, all the South, the South, Tennessee. Uh, these markets are still doing very well relative to other places. North and South Carolina, markets are doing very well where prices are rising, right? Uh, and so you are looking at those markets where basically relative to the rest of the country, uh, there's still a ton of activity because they're relatively more affordable. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's why. Now, if you compare that to markets out in the West that are just not affordable anymore, you know, you're not gonna see that. You're gonna see a big slowdown, right? In in the in Austin, Phoenix, you're gonna see prices coming down in those markets not going up. And so that's kind of why you're saying that. Um, but yeah, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic not so much on the price front. I don't really care about where prices are going all that much. Uh I think a price price growth slowing. Or even some price declines are healthy in this market, right? It, it, you know, we're, we're hopeful to see more supply come in to put out to add downward pressure on prices so that basically more people can find a home so that more people can get home, that housing can get slightly more affordable. And so that is, uh, that is why I'm encouraged to see, you know, Continued building in some areas. I'm encouraged to to see the fact that there's still a lot of homes under construction, especially because we started homes, more homes in in the spring. Those homes are under construction. They're coming soon. That's going to be helpful going into the spring season, you know, in 2024.
0: Good stuff, Dr. O. Appreciate the insights as always. For Orfe Divan this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other high quality podcasts at americastalking.com.